So definitely there's this thing called imposter syndrome for sure, where you feel like I don't know enough, I'm not good enough, I don't have enough to be coaching other people. And I just say, you gotta just go out and, and do it. So always have faith that you have something to offer and that you have something to, to teach others. So that's definitely number one. Hey there, welcome back to the Chill Mom Boss Show and I'm your host, Michelle Han. Today with me, we have holistic nutritionist, Rihanna Rupani, who's focused on helping others create lasting changes through real food and lifestyle. She's also a mother of three who has worked in co the corporate world for 15 plus years, so she understands the pressure of work and home. So today, we'll hear from her about how her stories and how she got into what she does now and how she helps you get fitter and healthier. Hello, Rihanna. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience? Sure. So um, as you mentioned, my name is Rihanna. I am a holistic nutritionist, um, but I, always, I wasn't always a holistic nutritionist. Um, before this, I was working in finance. Um, and then about five years ago, I decided it was time to follow my passion, follow my heart and make a career change. And I went back to school. Um, and studied a topic I love and got into the whole world of holistic nutrition. And yeah, I've been loving the journey um, ever since. So what was the catalyst that makes you like, okay, I need to make this career change? Because it hasn't been easy, right? It, it must not been easy because you've been in corporate for 15 years, but why entrepreneurship and why, do you, why nutrition? Yeah, so I think it all kind of happened quite organically. Um, I was good at my job. I can't say I loved my job, but you know, I was going through the motions. Um, and I came to a point in my life where I was actually trying to have kids. And I was dealing with a lot of infertility issues. And, um, you know, the more doctors I saw, the more medication I was getting put on, but no one was able to kind of help me understand why I was getting unwell, why these problems were happening. And so while I was still working, I was doing a lot of research for myself and I started to make small diet changes, small lifestyle changes, and it worked. I mean, as you mentioned, I'm a mom of three beautiful boys now, and I accredit a lot of it to changing my diet and lifestyle. And when I kind of came upon this information and had this aha moment, I was like, this is incredible because we we see so many women struggling with similar issues, whether it's hormonal imbalances, PCOS, um, autoimmune conditions, and they all feel like this is just normal. And I wanted to teach them because I learned it for myself that it's not normal. You don't have to live this life. Um, so yeah, I, I very bravely decided to quit my job, took the plunge and went back, from, back to school and I never looked back. It kind of all just kind of came together. Yeah, I love how you say very bravely, but I think like because you made that changes in your life and you know that it can help others, that must have been like a big why that propel you to leave like the comfort of your job to, to go into this full time. But like, so you went to school 
into to school for for like how long? So you actually took a break from work, went to school, and then um, how old are your kids now? Like how old how old was your kids when you decide to like quit your job and then go into this? Yeah, so I've got three boys. They are seven and a half, uh, five and a half, and the youngest one is just about to turn four. Right. Um, so I was actually pregnant at the time. Um, so my schooling. No, I was I was pregnant with um, the second one. Ah, okay. At the time when I went back to school, and um, yeah, I actually ended up just taking a sabbatical. Because I didn't know where it was going to go, how it was going to kind of change what was going to come of it. So I said, okay, you know, I have the security a little bit. Let me just take a sabbatical and see how it goes. And after I finished my course, um, yeah, it was just magical the way, you know, I was just like, nope, I can't, I can't go back to that. The thought of even going back to my corporate job was just like, not going to happen. Um, <laughs> So I basically told them, yeah, I said, I'm not going to come back and I'm going to give this a real shot. So luckily, you know, I did have a good relationship with the company I was working with. So um, I decided to just give it a go. Yeah, good on you. And look where you are now. So that has been five years since, right? Because your kid is five and a half. So it's been five years since. So how did you first like, how do you get your first client because that's like the first thing that a lot of um a lot of my students at Mambo's Academy will ask me. So if I want to jump into this like the first time, I want to be a coach, I want to teach parents about parenting, how do I get my first client? How was it for you? So definitely there's this thing called imposter syndrome for sure, where you feel like I don't know enough, I'm not good enough, I don't have enough to be coaching other people. And I just say you got to just go out and, and do it. So always have faith that you have something to offer and that you have something to, to teach others. So that's definitely number one. Number two also is don't undervalue yourself. So a lot of times, like even though I, I felt like doing this, I wanted to kind of offer my services for free. So I was like, you know, you know, I, I, I'm not good enough yet. You know, I'm not, I haven't had enough experience yet. And the thing that I learned is that Hey there, I'm taking a short break to let you know that if you've been thinking about starting a business but you just don't know where or how to start or you're that frazzled entrepreneur trying to do everything but your business is still not growing, consider Momentum. My mind-to-mind coaching membership to take your business to that next level so you can reach your goal faster and easier. You will gain access to in-depth training strategies, mindset coaching, and an exclusive community that is designed to help you define your purpose, clarity, strategies, and create a business and life that you like. So head to michellehon.com slash momentum to find out more today money is literally an exchange of energy so if someone's you know giving you money it's basically a commitment and vice versa if you take money you're also committing to do the work for them as well so even if it's a little bit even if it's a friend of a family or even a friend um have faith in yourself baby step do it (laughs) and exchange that energy so that they're committed and you're committed. Yeah, absolutely. That's great because, yeah, a lot of people are just like, oh, maybe I'm just going to do this for free. I I don't know what to do. And very often when you give free advice, what would other people do with it? 
nothing because there's no skin in the game. So good on you. But I want to hear who was your first client and how did it happen? Okay. <laughs> um, so my first client was actually a friend of mine. Yeah. Um, and she was struggling with uh, a few autoimmune issues. So for me, gut health is really important. Um, I, I myself struggled with two autoimmune conditions. So I was like, okay, this I can get, this I know. Um, so yeah, so basically I took her on and I learned through the process. I think this was um, one of the nicer things is that, you know, because I was comfortable with her and she knew where I was coming from, um, we were able to go back and forth. So yeah, I she was my first client. And um, we just went through the process together. And she was actually the one I think kind of helped me formalize my whole coaching uh, <laughs> method, I guess you could say. So, and from her, you know, she, this is the other thing that I think is, is beautiful about maybe even being in a small country like Singapore, word of mouth is really powerful. So when you help people and they see results and they feel good, they love telling other people. And I think that's one of the biggest catalysts that actually helped my business start to grow. That's awesome. That's great. Yes, absolutely. Right. So, so a lot, for a lot of coaches, I absolutely agree that the first step is to take on one-on-one -on -one clients first, because a lot of people are like, but one-on-one -on -one client takes a lot of time. Like mini steps, that's the first step you do. And that's how, like you say, I love that, that you mentioned that she actually helped you sort of like formulate your, your system, your framework of how you now help the other clients, right? You kind of like have your own set of um, method right now. So tell me what, who are your typical clients these days? So I work with, I'd say predominantly women. Um, I do have a, uh, a few male clients. So yeah, it's either women, mostly moms who want to improve their own health and their health of their family. So that's predominantly who I am working with now. And, and um, I work with clients both one-on-one -on -one and now as well, um, I started a group coaching program called 15 and 15. Nice, nice. Um, tell, tell me all about it. So how do you help them? So um, it, it varies, you know, people come to you for different reasons. Some people, you know, are having health issues. Some people, it's um, they want to just have more energy. They they are having maybe um, problems reducing weight. Um, they want to understand how to nourish their family better. They've just had children, so it's like it's all walks of life. Um, so I always say the biggest factor is to meet a client where they are on their journey. But not everyone is going to be, you know cleaning up their diet 100%, taking all the supplements, going to bed at 9.30 and doing all the things, yeah. baby steps. So it's about relating to the person, understanding, you know, where they are coming from, mm -hmm. where they are on their health journey and meeting them there and then helping them get to what is the next level for them. Right. But then this, this group program is, must be like a, a common, you know, few few problem that you're solving for them and then like what other steps are, are they like improving on the nutrition side of thing or it's called like more holistically yeah so it's a 15-day program the thing yeah. 15 and the main focus is on food but it is definitely a holistic program so we want to be focusing on other things like movement hydration mindset mindfulness sleep all of these, we take it for granted, but they play such a big role uh, in our life. So mm -hmm. it's a very, it's, I think it's a 
pretty short program, 15 days, but the results you end up getting if you commit yourself have been incredible. And in general, I'd say um, the main reasons why people come into the program, a lot of people are actually dealing with digestive issues. So they're feeling bloated, uncomfortable, or blood sugar um, uh, issues where they're having energy crashes or they feel like they're constantly craving, you know, carbs or <laughs> sugar. <laughs> and yeah, and they don't understand how to battle it. And, and you know, again, to the point, this is what they thought was normal. And then I'm here to teach them that, yeah, tweak changes uh, and you can be, you know, living a very different life. Great. And what's like the biggest misconception? Because I have a few already at the top of my head. It's like, oh, does that mean I have to eat like lots of veggies all the time? And like, this is your chance, burst the myth for us. Okay. And like, how do we still, you know, live a full life, but while, while looking after our nutrition and good sleep and all of those things? Yeah. So I am not a person who believes in all or nothing. There is definitely that way. And I and that's why I pride myself on my branding, healthy-ish and happy. I was going to ask you about that. So cute, healthy-ish. Yeah, because yes, of course, we want to be healthy. But, you know, we need that balance in our life, right? We want to eat, you know, the treats and the, and the foods that I typically would consider not so healthy. So, yeah, finding that balance and everybody's balance is really different. So, okay. Um, I think another reason why I feel like I got into this and why I relate so much to my clients is because I am a foodie. I love food uh, from all angles, sweet, savory, spicy, you name it, I'm a foodie. So I'm also uh, a recipe developer and I have a, a blog where I post lots of delicious recipes and people are shocked when they actually try the food and they're like, are you, Rihanna, are you sure this is healthy? Are you sure this is good for me? And I'm like, yes, it's good for you. So, um, but to some of um, what you were asking, the myth. Yeah. So myth number one, I would say is fat is going to make you fat. Mm. That is, I and I know I myself grew up in the generation of, you know, fearing fat. I'm from many of the viewers also grew up in that generation fat will not make you fat. So this was like an aha moment for me when I, when I learned this, I was like, so more than 60% of our brain is actually made of fat. Mm-hmm. Um, each of our cells is coated in fat. Our hormones are built on fat. So why do so many of us, especially women, I feel like have these hormonal issues and, you know, again, it's become so common it's because of our diet. It's because of our fear of fat that we're like, oh my gosh, if I eat it, it's going to make me fat. Yeah. But it won't. It'll nourish you. If you're eating the right fats, if you're eating um, good fat, it'll only make you stronger. So it's okay to fry food in good fats? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, bring out there. Yeah, yeah, no, you want, you shallow frying is okay. Deep frying, you want to you want to stay away from because basically that denatures the fat and it denatures the food when you take it to that Mm. high of a temperature Mm. so yeah okay so still no fried food 
But generally, like, it's okay to spread butter on your bread. Go for it, right? Don't skip that. that. I, was with, yeah. I, was bo- I was brought up in that generation that no, no butter. Try to avoid fat at all costs. Low-fat milk, low-fat that, right? No, And yeah. it's so sad because those are the products that are actually over-processed. So they actually have to add things in there and, and you know, mm. make it go through different... Again. Yeah. Y- yeah, yeah. That milk. Exactly. It was meant to be that way. There was a reason why it was meant to be that way. Mm-hmm. So I always say if someone wants low fat milk or skim milk, buy whole milk and just add a little bit of water to it and make your own low fat milk as opposed to buying something that's extra processed and mm-hmm. who knows, you know, what it had to go through to get. Absolutely. And usually the low fat stuff has actually higher sugar, which is actually worse for you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for busting that for us. So what's the one thing that you would say that, you know, you're, you're, you're so glad that it's like your life has absolutely changed from when you were in a job. So, so what makes you like keeps going in this job? And this, like, uh, sorry. Yeah. I would definitely say it's helping people when people are like, Oh my gosh, you know, Rihanna, I never thought that I would, feel this way or I never thought that you know it was possible for me to not be bloated after I eat my lunch or it was I never thought it would be possible for me to shed the baby weight all of those moments are what drives home it is incredible to be able to be in a in a industry where you can touch so many people in such a you know personal manner okay yeah, I love that. I love that. And absolutely. And let's let's give people a taste of like what it really is as well. What is your biggest struggle as an entrepreneur? Ooh. Um, so I think before the biggest struggle was getting started, of course, having the confidence, having the faith in yourself that you can do it. Once you get over that hurdle, I think it is trying to not be a perfectionist at everything and looking at your mistakes as things that will help you grow as opposed to things that are going to make you give up or hold you back because we're we have to make mistakes that is the only way we're going to learn from them and we're going to grow from them and then i'd say getting uncomfortable you know a lot of us are 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 very safe very comfortable in our jobs very comfortable in our lives but if you want to make a change if you want to do something you gotta lean into yeah. being uncomfortable yeah that's where you grow right what comfort is outside of your comfort what, what growth is outside of your comfort zone isn't that what they said all right exactly. so what is the one advice that you would give you know someone who is just starting out in their business and having that imposter syndrome that you talked about so how did you get over yours <clears throat> um i would say number one is have faith Remember that um, you are just starting, just like any new job or when you started school or et cetera, you know, there's that learning curve. No one's expecting you to go in right away and know exactly what you're doing. So, you know, there are going to be days that you start and you're, you know, you come home or you're done with your day and you just feel like giving up. But I would say internalize that take it for what it is, have a good night's sleep and start again tomorrow. Every new day is a new chance for you to kind of push ahead. 
Okay, great. And I think we need to like wrap it up with like a nice little ball. What is the one nutrition takeaway that our audience can do today that make the biggest difference in their life? It's probably like not everything, but like just one thing if you want to like tell them start today, what is it? Okay, can I give you two things? Yeah, of course. Uh, okay, uh, thing number one, yep. drink water. Yeah. Um, and if you feel like you're not absorbing your water, or you're always thirsty, add a little pinch of salt to your uh, mineral salt, pink salt to your water. The second thing I would say is uh, give yourself 12 hours between dinner and breakfast. So let your body rest and digest for 12 hours. So if you finish your dinner at 8 p.m., make sure you're not eating anything until 8 a.m. the next day. Okay. Two tips that I, I promise will just... You Help. feel you feel lighter immediately, better. Yeah, awesome. I'm gonna get started on that. Thank you so much for the great tips, and thank you so much. And if our audience would like to find out more about you and perhaps work with you, where can they find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, and my handle is healthyishup happy. And then I have a website as well, where you can find some of the yummy recipes I was talking about, and that's more information on on how to work with me one on one, and that www.healthyishandhappy.com and then the third place is uh, cleanand15.com so that's where you can find more about the group coaching program alright so that's there you go that's how you can find Rihanna and if you're feeling bloated and you're having infertility issues that she can help you with all that so thank you so much Rihanna now if you have enjoyed this episode please leave a review wherever you are listening or watching a good one i hope and you can also tag me at the chill mom or momboss.academy on instagram and tell me what you enjoy from today's episode i would love to see how you fit the chill mom boss show into your life until next time all my best and you've got this <laughs>